Right. Get down to the podcast. Um, it has been a long, long, long week already. No, no, I'm joking. It, it was a long week last week. I haven't done this in a while. I'm going to move the microphone. Move the fucking cables and the fucking... Uh, uh, cables everywhere. Um, it's been a long week last week. Uh, only could... Oh, do you know what? A funny one, though. I was on a respiratory unit, right? And uh, we were on a, a COVID... It's, it's a COVID ward, pretty much. Uh, the the corridor is a COVID ward. This is how it works in small hospitals. The corridor was a COVID ward, and um, the where's my bin gone? Um, sorry, random shit on here. Um, the corridor was a COVID ward, right? And so of course, separate bit. That that's how it kind of works in little hospitals because you've got it's got to start off somewhere. You don't just have some random cubicles free. It's all wards, 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 and basically. When a ward has to deal with COVID first, the new COVID patients, they have to have rooms free. So because of having rooms free, there's five people in there, etc. So the corridor was blocked off to make way for new patients, which ten, which, yeah, have COVID, etc. So, basically, I was in this bay, right? And uh, with a bunch of lads, with a bunch of males... Uh, all independent, which is kind of nice for a HEA. Uh, any HEAs listening? Independents are lush, aren't they? Lush date. Bit boring, but you hope they're kind of demanding and independent. That's quite nice because uh, you don't have to do any mobilising and physioing and all of that. It's just kind of, ah, uh, they want a cup of tea again. Go. Rogers into his fucking cups of coffee and Dave's. Oh, he's having a shit all day long or something. I don't know. Uh, so got a. I don't know, make sure it's nice for him, I don't know, get the sh- shit stains off the toilet, I don't know, something weird, um, and they were all talking, and they were all pulling these funny, funny puns, but, um, oh my god, what was it, they, they were talking, they were talking about palliation, basically, this guy, uh, and uh, this guy's a father, and he was talking a lot about death, etc, and how he deals with death in the family, I mean, if it was, he said to his, he says to his children and stuff when it comes to like fishes, apparently like goldfish and that, that um, that when the fish gets flushed down the toilet, what he does is he says it's he's flushed it down to the ocean. It's gone to the ocean and it's now with its mates. You know, it's with its mates. And not gonna lie, I was a bit annoyed because. Death is just such a real thing. You need to be taught from a young age. I don't think you should be shielded from any of it, you know. I think it should be all... We're in here because of... We're tourists. We're here for 100 years if you if you make it that far, if you keep yourself well. And then you're, you're fucking off, mate. You're you're out. You know, the last 20 years are going to be quite slow and quite... Very, very... These first kind of 20, 30 years, 40 years, if you keep yourself really well etc before you start slowing down are going to be kind of the best years of your life if you mobilize yourself correctly so i'm i don't, I don't know what it is but i'm just gonna i'm just gonna openly i think i say to my kids openly that death is real death is this thing and you can cry about it if you like because it is sad it's a sad thing but it comes to us all in whatever way shape or form we are going to get to it somehow someday it could be tomorrow it could be the next day it could be a year 
you know it could be uh i don't know it could be in a minute we could i don't know an airplane just drive straight into the side of the house i don't know but this is cheery podcast by the way this is the cheeriest podcast you're gonna get but um literally i don't i don't, I don't know like um yeah that's what i'd say but um and i was thinking about that at that time and do you know what this guy his name was his name was colin i'm not going to tell you his address and that of course because that's uh privacy issues but um this man named colin and he was he was a lovely man he was a lovely chap named colin and um he he didn't live local actually uh, uh i think he was i don't know where was he from i don't know and um he went, you know, my father, he uh, he didn't have any of that when it came to him. And they were like, oh, really? Like, what did he do when in these certain situations where you were presented with death? And we were like, well, we weren't even presented with death sometimes. And this is my horrendous, horrendous, horrendous uh, depiction of an accent here. You're like, um... Like, when, uh, he'd say, uh, w one thing was when the, uh, you know when the cows lay down in the field, uh, when it's raining, and everyone was like, yeah, yeah, he'd always say the farmer's shot them. You know, the farmer's shot the cow, and it's, uh, and it's, 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 it's dead. <laughs> and we were like, that's fucking ugly. <laughs> Shit me. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know, but, um, he, he was literally, he was literally, sort of like, yeah, uh, farmer shot him, uh, son, that's why they're laying down, you're like, oh, so they're dead, and then, like, ooh, that was a funny part of the shift, it started to get funnier than that, this quiet guy in the corner, who I was sat next to doing paperwork. Sometimes you go and sit next to them, etc. Yeah, you've got full PPE on, but I'm doing end of bed now. Oh my god! I was doing end of bed notes and stuff, and um, I went next to him with full PPE on, all of that, and um, sat doing bed notes. And th this guy, he stood up. One one of the lads, he stood up, and he had quite a bit of a belly. And this guy who's never spoke before sat next to me looked at this bloke with quite a big belly and he just went oi mate and he went yeah he went i think your chest has slipped <laughs> I'm like that's the most old age joke i've ever heard but that was fucking hilarious i wet myself laughing at that i think because he, he hoinked his he hoinked his belly up and then he waddled into the toilet that's how uh podgy's belly was he waddled into the toilet but um that was funny that was fucking funny but um, that was about the two funny parts of that week. We did go out with um, we did go out with Grandma this week. Uh, went to a lovely garden center. She gets shit ton of flowers. She does. Fuck me. It's it's like she doesn't have a garden. I'm like, nah. In your garden, it's fucking full, and you're fucking feeding morning. I can't believe this. Or I can't believe this. And um, yeah, pretty much. And um. She literally. I'm looking outside because I can hear a weird noise and I've got a weird draft on my neck. But um, maybe I need aircon in there. I don't know. But um, 
there's some nice flowers etc and then we just ended up sitting down twice for about 30 minutes for like a full-on natter and then i stole a kumquat off a kumquat tree if you if you are in the midst of getting yourself like an indoor fruit tree the kumquat tree is for you my friend the kumquat tree is for you and i say that because it's basically like a small orange but you know the tastiest part of it the taste taste <laughs> tastiest part of it is actually the peel it's the sweetest shit it, it, it tastes like candied peel off a cake i'm like fucking nora i i'm like christ this is good but um yeah so i sat and ate that in the par- uh, parking lot or whatever it is uh, and the only thing i got from there is chicken shit like i've been if, if anyone's watching who knows gar- uh, watching anyone who's hearing who knows about gardens Answer me this. If, if, how do I make shitty dirt, like the most horrendous dirt, good dirt again? How do I make it like that? What do I do to it? I sat thinking, well, if you fertilise it and you give it like chicken shit, something like that, chicken manure, add fertiliser to it, then some stuff will come and then start, yeah, maybe if you mix in some chicken shit and then you mix in like a uh, crop grower or like, the stuff which manure grow, you know the stuff you get from garden centres that uh, put stuff into the soil. Maybe if I do that and then take them all out, I'll have some good, decent dirt so I don't have to chuck away. There's an absolute tip full of this dirt and I'm running around like a headless chicken looking for fucking dirt and manure and I'm like, well, maybe I should just do this, you know? But, um, oh, I don't know. But, Oh my god! Also went to Berkshire last uh, last week. If uh, Rainforest, the Living Rainforest, want to hit me up and uh, sponsor me, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm joking. Um, if they want to hit me up as well, uh, absolutely amazing. And that loved the Living Rainforest. Uh, follow my account, uh, my Instagram account, if you're listening. Um, it is... Uh, who fucking did what? Uh, it is underscore Abraham period, full stop, whatever, underscore C. Uh, you can come onto there. See the adventures of me and my other half. Uh, uh which is quite fun, um, and me, really. I've got a picture on there from the rainforest, and it is fucking beautiful. Christ almighty. It is It is some sexy shit. It is, oh, it's a sexy photo. But um, hat, hat goes off to them. They're doing a pretty good job, uh, etc. It's pretty good for, um, I think, like schools and stuff. There's lots to go and see there, but it's like a very small place, so it's only going to take you an hour, so it's quite like a little... little kind of half day trip I'd argue and then we went off for a walk etc down the hills who knew orchids grew in fucking Berkshire in the fucking wild like what is this country I don't know I thought it was just grass trees and fucking granny flowers but it turns out we're a little bit more pizzazzy than we first thought but uh, anyway going back to the garden center some of the flowers here were fucking unbelievable they were unbelievable but didn't have any vegetables i was out i've got a lot of vegetables growing in the garden i can't believe how on my vegetable journey 
how much staking a tomato can help with its growth. It left like these tomatoes are taller than me now just because I've staked them and then I've tied them to the stake. They don't have to have the most they don't have to have the most like uh amazing root systems as a result, if you know what I mean. They don't they don't have to be studded with roots if you didn't give them if you didn't give them that. They they wouldn't have to be studded with roots. So they can just grow and grow and grow. And these tomato plants are the size of me. But I would argue, something I heard the other day off YouTube, I've got runner beans as well, for anyone who's got runner beans. Any families out there who've got runner beans, they're a classic, classic plant. Not really the biggest fan of them, though. But um, I don't know why. I'm not really the biggest fan of them, though. I don't feel as if I can get the most from them. Maybe I can. But uh, it's it's more just like winter veg, which they give, maybe. Just like winter veg, you know? What, what can you get from them? winter veg just more and more winter veg but um these uh yeah the tomatoes the runner beans, the runner beans right i heard on youtube if you're growing runner beans right in whatever country because you can probably grow them in about fifteen thousand different countries i don't know um is these guys uh, usually you let them die back don't you and then you take a, the couple of pods you've got left and then that's your seeds for the next year and then you go into the next year which is an absolutely fine thing to do by the way it's not a bad thing to do these people apparently they just cut them back and then they just they take all the stuff off um so all the huge twiddly branches and then they just heavily mulch them and then leave them for winter and then they just come back the next following year i don't personally understand this one bit but um i might try it this year but then i don't really like runner beans that much what i do like is the other thing i've got which is growing up the grid. It's like a it's like a really big planter with a grid behind it. Butternut squash is going to hopefully run up the planter. I'm excited, but um, hopefully it's going to run up the planter. All we hope, and then I get big fat fucking butternut squashes. You can rather than the runner beans, in which all you can really do is add them with. You can like you can't really put runner beans in a fucking salad, can you? But um, right with the butternut squash, you can fry them. You can boil them. You can boil them and put them onto like I don't know. Um, you can use it as like a orange avocado, right? Or you can like roast them with roast dinner, or you can put it in like a. You can do it for like a barbecue. You barbecue uh, like roast some butternut squash and have it with a salad and some barbecue meat. You know, versatile plant. Unlike the runner beans, I don't feel like the runner beans are that versatile. They're nice, but I'd. If anyone's got any recipe plans for them, by all means bring it in. But. The flowers are coming through, which is quite nice to see. The only thing is, it's a hell of a lot of fucking green, which I don't really want. But um, it's, it's just green, 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 green. But the, the nice thing is you've got, you've got contrast from the Brussels sprouts. You've got a little bit from the runner beans coming through now. And then you've got these fat fucking dahlias coming through, which is quite nice. Um, the other thing is corn. got sweet corn. Don't know how to grow them, really. They're just kind of coming up. Manure is your fucking god and saviour. Christ almighty. This, uh, I'm very blasphemous, by the way. Uh, manure is absolutely... The, the runner beans are ten times what I've seen anyone else's. They are absolutely ginormous. Um, apparently it's because of, of the manure. But, um, I'm going to be putting together a TikTok soon so I can put some of this online and then maybe, I don't know, give you like a rundown of the, the food forest rather than the fucking granny vegetable plant. 
You know when they put like a they they put like two sticks out and they're like, well, we put them in an organized row so we can get the best. And I'm like, no, just let it fucking grow and bloody leave it alone. God, I'm like, just leave it alone, leave it alone, leave it alone to grow. I mean, I sometimes spray them. I'm thinking of getting an irrigation system for them, but I don't want to go on the internet and get an irrigation system. I was thinking about guttering, but then I was like, what do I do with guttering? Like, what the fuck is this? And uh, that's about it, really. But, um, yeah. Um, and I'm just absolutely swamped with carnivorous plants indoors. Uh, and that's about it for that. Uh, in terms of the plants. But um, I was talking about Berkshire. Um, there's a really nice pub uh, in there called uh, the Catherine Wheel. Uh, had a banging pie. Uh, it's oh, it was, if you want cheap food, which is the fucking mintest food ever, go to the fucking Catherine Wheel. That is the littest shit known to man. Um, another thing is, which I need your guys' help from, right? Is in regards to the veggie patch, because I'm sat, I'm sat thinking, how do you pimp it up even more so when it's in like its full growth? Do you sit and enjoy it, or is it bad to me for wanting more out of it? I don't know. And uh, so, would you? I've got like shitty dirt underneath, which is like all compressed, so it's not that bad. But would you like put gravel down, or would you put like stones down, or something? Or, like, what would you? What would you do? Like, I don't know, but um, we'll see. Um, Oh yeah, buddy. Uh, yeah, um, and uh, uh, we won the Euros this week. Of course, everyone knows that four 0 I can't believe what's happening to England. I don't really like football, but I came downstairs and went four fucking nil. On like a quarter final. What the fuck is going on? Usually we're depressed because we're going out the first game and everyone hates us. Everyone hates the fucking football players anyway. And um, all of that and all of that. But um, bizarre stuff. But I hope you're all having a great week. Because uh, mine is just kind of slowly accelerating. Going to Brown Sea Island. If anyone got any ideas about Brown Sea Island near Bournemouth, holler at me. I want to hear what it's all about. Um, <laughs> don't know what it is. Uh, apparently people from John Lewis can go stay there or something. I don't know. But, uh, John Lewis is cool like that. But um, as for as for what was it? I've got blood donation tomorrow. That's about how my week's going. It's not. It's not that. Uh, it's not that. Uh, you know, exciting. But um, if everyone's got any exciting weeks, go for it. One thing I did have a. Uh, I had a conversation with a lovely, uh, a lovely girl which I used to work with. Um, was about uh, whether trans people, right, this is where it gets a bit dodgy in the podcast, this is where people start leaving, they walk, so walk into the exit, looking for the exit, so they're like, touchy subject, touchy subject. It said trans women have been bad from the Olympics. This is not right. We, should, we shouldn't be quiet. Let's just think about this. And the argument from this lovely... I'm, 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 not, I'm not saying she's evil or anything. I'm not saying she's bad, etc. I'm just... Or, and I'm not saying, like, cursed for thinking like that. We were just having a conversation, which is what you can't have with people. I just like to have a conversation with some mates, etc. And just talk about these really touchy subjects and go through the...
the pros, cons, etc. of banning trans people because you have to think about it from a yeah, it's adult conversation basically. It's no, we are we are friends, etc. Yeah, etc. We are yeah. It's not it's not it's not a bad thing to have a conversation about this before anyone says it or before the person who I had the conversation with, you know who you are, um, comes on the podcast and is like, oh my god, because sometimes I've had these conversations with people and they fucking flip, they flip like no one's business, and I'm like, oh my god, I swear, I've tried to have the nicest conversation with you possible and try to be sincere. I'm just a curious little boy here, and I'm like, what's that? And you've thrown it back in my face and called me all rude names. Um, but just for having a different view. I'm like, I'm like, let's put a different view out there and just see what happens. See what happens. So we were, we were talking about this and we were talking about how uh, trans women, you could argue now is the time. Women and men are more alike each other than ever before, basically. That's what she said. He said, why not let's just trans people just do what they like. They can come join in, etc. And we should... We should do it based upon scores and how they are with other people and competitors, etc. I made the argument that, which is a very controversial argument, that trans people are the trans people are technically they're still genders before the gender reassignment surgery. Gender reassignment surgery doesn't change every cell in your body, so you could you could argue that people who are, let's say, male and they have a gender reassignment surgery are still male just with different genders just with different genders just with different just with different genitals just with ge- different genitals and uh, a more f- a more female let's say hormone sex hormone system so it gives them more female uh, stuff but if you have an xy chromosome not an xx xx is woman you're still technically a man, aren't you? All your cells are programmed to be a man. So technically what's happening here, well, you could argue, is although the endocrinal system is kind of a bit confused because you've changed the sex, you are still a man competing in a woman's in a woman's game, you know? You're still technically a man. So that's that's unfair, you could argue. Because men and women are different. They are beautiful in their own ways. So should we be mixing and matching and just creating just painting everyone with the same brush there's not really women and men anymore there's just people i think that's sad no one's no one identifies as anything anymore such as a woman or a man everything's just become so confused that we are yeah we're we're, we're lost in it it sounds it, it does sound like that to a normal person but um and because of that I said, I, I said, I think they should be banned. I think they should have their own Olympics, the Trans Olympics, something like that. I know that sounds uh, that's that sounds kind of weird to me, but maybe in due course it won't sound weird to other people. And people who are trans can openly appear in said Olympics, and uh, they can go head to head with one another because it's just a, it's a bit is different. It's not that is the biology is they are male, but because they're trans women, or they they are transsexuals they are you could argue partly women because they have the female genitals and they have uh, a more they have more estrogen than um, what male has because they've been giving themselves uh, they've been giving it to themselves uh, in an in injection uh, in injections or pills whatever so 
Um, yeah, that was a that was a weird conversation. If you have any thoughts about that, by all means, educate me. Educate me on what. Educate me on the evidence. You know, G- give me uh, give me your thoughts, but back it up. You know, you've you've got to don't just make something hollow. You know, just don't don't be like yo Abraham. Trans people can do what they like. You'd be like, what? Why can they do what they like? Exactly as I was having a conversation with this friend, she said. We we are kind of the same as we've ever been before. Men and women are full time working each other. There is no clear cut jobs for men, and there's no clear cut jobs for women, etc. I say there's no clear cut jobs for men. There is kind of clear cut jobs for men and women, but they are both. We're both we're both working. We're we're both. The class is kind of. You could argue that the 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 class. It feels like everyone's got an equal goal. Like there's no. There's not a goal from a woman's point of view to raise the young the best she can and a man's point of view to, to work as hard as he can to bring back for his family, etc. It is now both kind of working hard as we can to make the money and then to do the same thing to bring up children. It kind of feels like we're trying to do all things. No, no one's got a clear-cut target which they're given to, etc. Um, it feels like we're both equal in that regard. That's what, she, uh, what I took from what she said, really. But... Um, and so, you could argue, etc. That yeah, I could argue that's a good, good enough backing up because you backed up the point that we are, we are the same that we have been before. How about carry that on into people doing what they like, and uh, especially of the trans community taking part in what they like, just maybe mixing up and doing people's, uh, putting people head to head based upon their scores. But anyway, that was my. Oh, my butt's really tight from sitting on this chair. Um, that sounds bad. That sounds really bad. That sounds really wrong. Um, that is the podcast for this week, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to do a really long one tomorrow, me and uh, the other half. Jessica, we're going to do one tomorrow, and we're going to have a chat, etc. But for now, I thought I'd just pop in, you know, say hello, say good morning. And all of that stuff, you know. Uh, And uh, I'll see you on the flip side. Love you!